Hey there, listeners. Well, recently on a talkback radio station here in New Zealand, they were discussing the topic of spending too much time on emails and meetings. In fact, it came from an article that they were coming from the Wall Street Journal and a little while ago, and they were talking about the topic and pretty quite interesting. So in today's episode, we're going to discuss is spending time in a meeting a waste of time? Let's discuss. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Welcome to the Ask Dennis episode. This is a freestyle episode where I'm asked a question by our listeners or I share my thoughts, experiences and insights from working with many leaders around the globe. Hey listeners, great to have you here with us on this episode. And as I said in my opening that we did, there was recently a talkback radio station that were talking about a topic of around spending too much time on emails and meetings. In fact, they were talking about the value of meetings and is it a waste of time and well, why should you do it? And sometimes it just drives us nuts in actually being in these kind of meetings all the time. For some of you listening to this right now, you probably know what I'm talking about. You probably go to some meetings and you go, and it's a bit of a dread to get there. And you're thinking, oh, what kind of excuse can I find so they don't, don't actually have to attend? And I don't know about you, but I find it quite interesting in how it all looks and so forth. And on this radio talkback, they had various people calling in or texting in their thoughts. And there was a lot of great discussion around people sharing their experiences in relation to meeting. And so the other thing too is about emails. And I actually talk about this, you'll notice in some of my episodes where people go from email to email, meeting to meeting. And for some of them, they're not changing quick enough and they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and become and being left behind. But for a lot of people, they're overwhelmed. And the article actually talks about that, how there's quite a lot of people who tend to spend quite a lot of hours on emails and writing them and reading them, and also a lot of hours actually logging into meetings and so forth. And how do they know this? Well, Microsoft's business software, they can track and see how much people are spending on average times and so forth. And quite interesting to see what came up in that article. So it's the Wall Street Journal. And it's an article called Workers Now Spend Two Full Days a Week on Email and in Meetings. Now, the thing that's really quite interesting here is that I've sort of got a perspective on what that means and, and how it all works. Because the thing is, is that when I talk to people, whether I'm interviewing them on the podcast or I'm coaching them or I'm in workshops with them or speaking all around the world, it's actually really quite interesting to hear how people are talking about the different meetings. In fact, their own meetings, the ones that they run. There's a group of people who don't run meetings, and then the teams are saying, well, what's going on? We don't, we don't know what the full picture is. We're not being told. So there's that extreme as well. Now, the thing here is this, is that on the radio station, they talked about, and they asked me the question about, people coming back into the workplace or back into work. And what am I seeing? Well, what I'm hearing from people around the world, it varies. There are people who are saying leaders are finding it hard to get people back in. They're having to bribe them with pizzas and so forth. And 
food and that kind of stuff to try and get people back in. Others are finding that they are having to tend to work on a hybrid model. In other words, going into work will then the office three days a week and two, week, two days at home or vice versa. There are others who don't want to go back into the office. Now, the thing here is that what's productivity like? Is it better working from home? Is the productivity a lot more? Or those discussions around the water cooler or around the corridors and so forth, are they being missed? And so the discussion is really quite cool and, and it's actually quite a strong debate that is actually happening. But it is what it is. And the thing here is that for a lot of people, they go, oh, I don't want to go back in. And others are going, oh, I don't want to go to meetings. Well, why? Well, what's it that's actually holding them back? And imagine owning, I said to them on the radio, talkback radio, I said to them, imagine owning prop, commercial property at the moment. People don't want to go back. And there's offices that are sitting there empty. There are a lot of organizations that have actually closed their offices or reduced. They've actually downsized to find less office space because they know that through their metrics that not everyone's going in every single day. And one person I actually interviewed, they said that they were going into the office, but when they were going into the office, they wanted to hang around with others, but they're the only ones there. And so that uh, wasn't a very good look and they didn't feel like wanting to hang around. So the thing is hybrid. Others are going, no, you've all got to come back in. And it all does vary, as I said, around from country to country and different workplaces around the world. But what about meetings? Why do people not want to go to meetings? Well, I think that one of the things is that the meetings are too long. And sometimes people set up a meeting for one hour. But what are they doing? Well, they know that they have to have these meetings. Well, my question to them is, do you? Do you really need to have these meetings? There are a lot of people that go to meetings all the time. And they're sitting in meetings for meetings' sake. There are a lot of leaders that are sitting in meetings, and I call them empty suits sitting in a seat. In other words, they're just taking up the space, but they're not adding any value. The question for me is, when a meeting is like 60 minutes long, they get around to the 50-minute mark and they go, oh, we've only got 10 minutes or 5 minutes to go. And that's when they think, okay, quickly, what are the action items? Bang, bang, bang. Well, could they have done a meeting in 10 minutes? Well, don't get me wrong. They need to have some of the detail to be able to make decisions and so forth. The problem is, they come back a week later or two weeks later for another meeting and nobody's done anything with the action items. And so they're not being held accountable. And once again, we're talking about the same thing. And then two weeks after that, we're talking about the same thing again. The other thing is that there are leaders who actually hold meetings for the sake of holding meetings because they think they need to, and they hog up the space. What do I mean by that? Well, they tend to talk a lot. It's a talking head sitting up front. Nobody else is contributing. Well, why aren't they contributing? Well, there's a few thing, reasons probably why. Now, one number one could be they can't get a word in. They can't find a space to say something. Another thing is that people may have shared their thoughts and ideas and commented, and it's either not been heard, it's actually fallen on deaf ears. It's been rubbished. It's been poo-pooed. And people are going like, well, I did contribute it, but I got my head chopped off, so why should I bother? In other words, people are not sort of talking to me about things and so forth, so why should I bother actually providing any input? Another thing is, is that there are offer office cultures that are different. And so some cultures are saying, we'll have stand-up meetings now, and the stand-up meeting is for 20 minutes, and you've all got to come along and bang, 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 and we just understand where we all are, put everybody on the same page, and let's get on with it. Why stand-up? Let's not sit down and get too comfortable. Let's talk about what needs to be talked about. 
and then we move on. There's other office cultures that love having meetings, but they actually are productive meetings and others where the meetings aren't productive. The thing I find is that if you get invited to a meeting and you don't know what the purpose of that meeting is, yeah, an agenda possibly, but the purpose of the meeting, then I would actually ask the question, hi, you've invited me to this meeting. What is the purpose of this meeting, please? Now, if they can't tell you what the purpose of the meeting is, then don't go. Why why would you want to go? Because the thing is, is that what is the purpose? And so sometimes they'll make up the purpose there and then on the spot in meetings. No, you want to know beforehand. Why? Because your time is precious and you want to make sure that you're all actually in these meetings. Now, if you do know what the purpose is and they've given that to you, great. My next question to you is, do you need to go? Can you delegate to some other, somebody else to go to the meeting? Or if you are going to go to the meeting, what's your intent? What, In other words, what do you want to get out of the meeting? So interesting how we've talked about this because I think there are a lot of people who find it difficult to go to meetings. And so how often should you have the meetings? How long should the meetings be? Really is dependent on what you're needing and what the team is needing as well. And I think the thing here is that if you get people to contribute to the meeting and it creates the dialogue and a culture or an environment that it's safe to talk through things and share things and you want people to share things, then the whole meeting is going to be a lot more fun and it's going to be a lot more of value where people are going to be sharing things and I think that's the best way to go. So an interesting discussion today on the Radio Talkback show and I rang up and gave them my thoughts and I was already quite cool just to contribute and share and then I started getting a whole lot of text messages and messages on social media from people saying, hey, I heard you on on the podcast. Well, sorry, on the radio, because they also talked about your podcast. And I thought, yeah, that's pretty cool. So my call to action to you is meetings. Do you need to go to those meetings? And if you are, what do you want to get out of them? Have a think about it. Hey, listeners, that's it for this episode. It's always a pleasure being with you. Thanks for joining me on the Leadership is Changing podcast. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world.